Hey, welcome back. We've got a great episode for you. Uh, the one and only Mike Thompson is back to talk about the uh, national photo competition that's being held this April 7th, 2018. This is a podcast basically for call of entries. You have until the 20th of this month. I know this is a very short timeline, but if you're a photographer and you feel like you have uh, something that you want to submit, now is the time to do it. This episode is full of information on how to do it. Prize packages are very impressive. Um, $1,500 for best in show, $800 for first, $400 for second, and $200 for people's choice in the three categories of black and white color and multi-dimensional. So if this is something that is in your wheelhouse or you're just thinking about maybe you have something to offer, do it. We're uh, totally putting the pressure on to submit. Um, last year's show is absolutely amazing. And this show, I'm pretty sure will, won't be any different. So, um, Mike talks about that, the details of how to submit the cost of all of that. Also the juror this year is Karen Irvine. Um, and she's of national note. So it's pretty, it's pretty great. And if you've never been to the, um, photo competition, um, it's, it's a lot, it's, really popular it's the first thing in the spring it seems like everybody breaks out of the winter doldrums and comes on out to see a really great show so don't want to be the only one who misses it so put april 7th on your calendar for more details on on the competition you can visit our website and that's recordtalklisten.com we have direct links to cafe which is how you submit and also the arts council website for more information about the show while you're there, we have all of the previous episodes, including a lot with Mike Thompson, so you should check those out. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you get yours. We are available there. Um, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, uh, all that good stuff. We also have a Facebook group called The People Who Listen, which is pretty incredible. So you should uh, check that out for sure. Uh, what else am I forgetting? Oh, we have a really kind of cool thing happening. Eli Schwab is coming in and we're going to do a pretty, uh, special podcast episode. Um, so we're looking for any and all questions that you might have it can be podcast related or not podcast related. And you don't know, we might just, uh, have an answer for you. So be sure to send us your questions on Twitter at RTL pod. You can email them to us at recordtechlisten at gmail.com or send them to us on Facebook um, through the group, the people who listen, or our Facebook page. Leave us a comment. We want to know. So, uh, like I said, this, this show's packed full of information. So have a pen and paper at the ready, or check out our website. So without further ado, here is Mike Thompson. Mike, you're back. I'm back again. You're so dependable. Thank you. Uh, you always bring good news with you. And, I, I do. And you were a winner of this particular photo show <laughs> we're going to talk about last year. So I, I didn't know we were going to bring that up, but yes, yeah. uh, I was very fortunate. Well, I'm praising you for your awesome piece of work, and people should, very much. should know about it. So we're sitting down with a winner. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'll, yeah. I'll I, think, I think it's a good angle, don't you? Uh, great angle yeah and you are on the committee for the national photo competition which is super popular it has been growing and growing this is the fourth year yeah yeah and uh, last year you got over 600 entries that's right so this year we're hoping to do better than that yeah yeah we're trying uh we've put the word out as much as possible social media and all the other uh photographic internet outlets yes but, uh everything we could you know possibly think of to get the word out because we had the prize money out there for people to grab. 
Yeah. Uh, and this is our fourth. This is our fourth go at it. Yeah. At uh, this national level. And show. it seems to be getting better each year. We're growing. Yeah. Uh, the first year we did it, I believe we were just over. We were probably around 320 to 350 entries. Yeah. So uh, last year being our third year, we had about 600. So we almost doubled. We doubled it. Yeah. In, in just a couple of years. That's, that's pretty So amazing. yes, it is growing and it's getting more competitive, which is what we're looking for. Yeah. Because we, we have a pretty talented pool of photographers here. It's pretty stacked. And you and Darren now are... Uh, Pretty, we're pretty lucky to have you guys. We've here. had, uh, I know of at least, um, I think four, at least four or five award winners, mm-hmm. uh, either honorable mention, um, up to best of show. Yeah. And in the last three years. Yeah. So, yes, the local photography talent is rampant in this area strong here very strong so if you are a photographer uh put your hat in the ring for sure yes quickly yeah the deadline is up up and coming february the 20th yes so um we will put a link on our website where if you want to submit do it it's worth it oh it's definitely worth it yeah and the prize package is over five thousand (laughs) dollars so if that's not an incentive enough then right i don't know what is right and You know, when you're entering photography or any kind of art show online, you know, it's uh, can be it puts you in a vulnerable position as an artist because you're putting your stuff out there that you've worked on for so long and put a lot of thought and effort into. Yeah. And then you're floating it out there for somebody to, to judge, mm-hmm. specifically judge, and yeah. then potentially put, uh, put into a show that uh, was the jurors, uh, you know, uh, what they thought the show should be. Right. And sometimes, you know, you can be let down and and not get in, but that doesn't mean that the you, caliber, couldn't, yeah. you couldn't submit the exact same photograph or piece of artwork the next day into another show and not win best of show. Right. It's all, it's all based on what the particular juror exactly. has in their mind's eye of what they are maybe just into at the moment or what they think is appropriate or we're kind of putting in together a show in their mind. And what's been really incredible since this thing started four years ago is your uh, high caliber jurors and they change every year. So it does, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. The jurors, we have been extremely fortunate with our, uh, just the uh, sheer talent of these jurors. Uh, Their resumes speak for themselves uh, they're big in the photography world, in the uh, curatorial uh, museum world. Yeah, uh, we've had Smithsonian, uh, National Geographic, and this year we have uh, uh, contemporary photography at Columbia College in Chicago. Yeah, a curator from that establishment uh, during this this show for us. So we're really we're we're beyond fortunate to to get these these kinds of jurors for this particular show and it's 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 due to the fact that this has been a success i mean honestly it has to be on a lot of radars of photographers in the country i would imagine that this is we got 36 states last year yeah i i'm we were aiming for all 50 (laughs) but i mean i think that that's that's good i mean everybody's represented it's not just all maryland artists it's not just like all landscapes it's it's pretty incredible and for us living in a tiny little town in rural maryland to be able to have access to this artwork and see uh without traveling is pretty incredible it is it is actually 
pretty pretty unique and incredible, yeah. especially for this region, this little spot we live in. Yeah. But uh, just because we live in a little spot doesn't mean we ha- can't have a ridiculously large and successful photography show. Because, right. Well, we've proved that. Uh, oh, I mean, yeah. We've yeah. proved that. We absolutely have, have proved it. You're in, you're out. Yeah. And uh, we're hoping this year it, it even jumps another level. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So... Um, April the 7th is the show. That's correct. Yeah. That's so. the awards uh, reception. Um, yeah, the the, re, the the opening reception and the awards ceremony. Starts. I believe that'll be around 6 o'clock. Okay. For the uh, opening receptions. They, they're usually around 6 o'clock, 6 to 8. That's good. And they'll probably do the awards around 7 o'clock. Let cool. people mill around and see the work and uh it's tough to see the work because it usually is, yeah. um because it's such a popular event yeah. either get there early or maybe go the day after go to the event for sure but oh, to really yes. get a true appreciation have some one-on-one time with the art either yeah. sneak in before definitely or, definitely yeah. i was just at another show uh very recently that that i was in and it was the exact same situation and um where i, I want to go back and actually spend time and uh, with each piece and kind of digest each sure. one instead of you know you're kind of fighting through the crowd and everybody's talking it's supposed to be a social event yeah which is exactly what you want <clears throat> but as far as uh looking at the work itself it's not ideal at an opening reception to really digest right. each each piece i mean right. you can go through and, and see your favorites and your buddies or sure. uh, all that stuff and it's a fun social event for sure uh they're a lot of fun but uh, as far as like having an intimate moment with which each one, if that's what you're looking for, I would I would look to go just during the duration of, 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 the, of the exhibition. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And there's a really cool thing that happens later in the month um, with Robert Hine, which is the walk and talk. Yeah. So if you are kind of you went to see the show, but you maybe want a little bit more insight on that. Robert's really fantastic at doing this. This yeah. is his fourth year doing it or third yeah, year. Yeah, uh, he may have actually done a couple other ones when it was the Tri-State Photography Exhibition, okay. when it was more of a local uh, thing. I'm not positive about that, but... Yeah, uh, Robert is the uh, the head of photography up at Frostburg State University, and he has been for <clears throat> quite some time now. So, you know, he he lives and breathes photography. So, yeah. uh, uh, you know, he knows what he's talking about. If you want to get somebody that lives and breathes photography as a, for a living, if you want to get their opinion on uh, how. how how he thinks uh, the photographer came up with this particular composition or how, sure. you know, was this a long exposure? Was this, uh, I don't know, some kind of time lapse yeah, uh, exactly. situation? I have, you know, if, if you're looking for uh, information like that, Robert can, uh, can definitely pin it down for you and kind of walk you through. That's why it's called a walk and talk. That's why it's called a walk and talk. Yeah, it walks you right through it. That's right. So um, there's there's something we should mention. There are three categories, uh, black and white, color, and then multidimensional, which was last year was the first year for multidimensional. Is that right? We've been discussing it for quite some time, uh, switching it to the multidimensional because I believe uh, this might not be the first, second year. It might be the third year of multidimensional. I'm not positive. Because we had been talking about it for yeah, so long, yeah. we wanted something that potentially uh, had like a kinetic uh, a part to a photograph that mm-hmm. was three dimensional. Uh, basically, any kind of photo- photo- photography that is not flat, yeah, 
or fits in a frame. I guess it could fit into a frame if you printed out something on <clears throat> printed something on a, a thick uh, piece of board and then carved into yeah, like your photograph and made something. it some kind of like boss relief huh. thing and made it a sculpture. I really dug it last year, yeah. the multi-dimensional because it's something. So when, if somebody says you'll oh, do a multiple multi-dimensional photograph. I don't know where my mind would rest. You know what I mean? It would just be like, there's just too many options. But right. then when you got to actually see it, you were like, oh, okay, this is, right. this is, and it's, it's pretty much a very inclusive category by being so open and broad, It is, which is really kind of neat to see. Yes. And it's, this is not, this is definitely, and I'm not, now I've, I've thought about it a little bit. <laughs> uh, this is definitely not the second year. This is, a, this a, is at the least third the year. third year okay. because I remember the, the, the one that won two years ago incorporated uh, neon. Oh, that's right. That's and, right. And last year, yes. it was a photograph that. Uh, that somebody printed on fabric, and then and then they sewed sewn into it. Uh, must have been some seamstress uh, sewn into it and made it kind of look like a quilt photograph. Like a quilted. It was photograph. very interesting. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's it's multi textured. I think that's really a cool thing. And you're right; it, it is the third year because I do remember the neon. Um, right. I can see it in my mind's eye. It, I mean, it's just really powerful because you can see black and white is always very striking, right? And then you've got color, which can be manipulated and and contrast and things. Yeah. And then you've got this multidimensional thing, which just totally goes in a completely different direction. Right. So there's really, I think, something for everybody. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I should mention, <clears throat> because I used to do a lot, and I still do a little bit, uh, digital manipulation and mm -hmm. Photoshop, uh, any kind of manipulation is accepted. So if so let's say you made some kind of crazy digitally manipulated collage out of like a hundred photographs sure. and it's color, mm -hmm. just submit it into color. Okay. If it happens to be a black and white crazy collage or whatever it happens to be, uh, manipulated. Uh, if you're into digital manipulation, don't, don't, don't uh, shy away yeah, from no, this. No. Yeah, Don't no. shy away. Uh, I, we've seen some pretty pretty wild and creative uh, manipulation get in. Cool. And it's always interesting, especially for me, because I love that stuff, uh, to see that stuff to see that kind of work. Um, so, so, but uh, you know, darkroom stuff. If you're some have yeah. if you're making like daguerreotypes or something crazy yeah. like that, or tintypes, cyanotypes, whatever, whatever you're making. If it happens to be bl uh, black and white or color, just put it into one of those two categories. I think that that's good too, because because I know they had did like black and white color and then digitally manipulated before they did the multi-dimensional. Yeah, multi back one. when it was a regional show, yeah. because I was always because the digital manipulation always the di guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, that's good. I think you cover all the bases, and you don't really limit it to only black and white, no digital. You know what I mean? I think it just kind of makes it yeah just more inclusive, right? Which is is amazing. So. Our goal is all 50 states. <laughs> uh, hey, yeah, definitely. Why not? Why not? I think it's a good and I'm reasonable sure goal. I'm pretty sure Alaska had Alaska a submission Alaska had last a year. submission last year. Yeah. They did. Um, but I mean, like, come on, Hawaii. Like, let's go. <laughs> I don't um, know about that shipping cost from Hawaii. That's but all true. Right, all that's right. very true. But, I mean, that's another thing to consider. I don't think a lot of people understand is the artists, yes, they pay to submit their work, but right. then they also have to pay to ship it and pay to return it. That's correct. So, um we're very grateful for these people for yeah. submitting. And then if they are accepted, then, then taking on that extra cost. So when you do go to the show, remember that if you really fall in love with a piece of art, mm -hmm. purchasing that piece of art 
help save the artist money <laughs> for oh. shipping it back. So you're doing everybody a favor and, and then also you get like a beautiful piece. And that is well. uh, that is correct. And that has gone through my mind yeah. whenever I have shipped work <laughs> to different shows that are not in the area. Yeah, I'm like, man, I hope this thing sells so I don't have, have to, to pay. pay have you have to pay it up front, yeah. but you would get that refund if, if it didn't have to ship it back. Well, but, that's uh, good. So keep yeah. that in mind when you're going and walking through the show. And it stays up for a month. Is that right? That's right. So you have a whole month to decide. Oh yeah, yeah. If this is if you've got the perfect wall space for that particular piece. Of yeah, art. I'm seeing here on the on the Arts Council page, and if you get on AlleghenyArtsCouncil dot org, I believe that's the web web address. Mm-hmm. Just Google Allegheny Arts Council if you're if, if we'll you're not sure. We'll put a link on the website too. Um, there's a ton of information about uh, Photography Month because April is Photography Month for the Arts Council, and basically all the particulars about this particular show, and. Uh, it says here it's going, it ends on the 28th, so you have about three weeks That's great. to uh, make yeah. your photographic decisions well, if you want something on Well, it. and we know that uh, in past, in the history, has told us that uh, procrastination runs rampant <laughs> yeah. in the arts community <laughs> oh, for submissions. Definitely for submissions, yeah, yes. Yeah, for submissions. So if you um, are thinking about doing it, then do it. Yeah. Um, just right. remember, I'll give you a heads 20th. up. I have already submitted. Oh, see? We got us. That's yep. great. I did it's not easy, wait right? until the last second. Last Although second. I was pretty close to the yeah. deadline, but uh, yeah. You did yeah. submit. So that's good. So the 20th of February is a very important date. Um, when do we know um, if they've been accepted? Do we have a date for that? Yes. I believe I believe it's the first week in March. Okay. I just can't remember the exact day. Okay. So that's uh, fine. It'll be so email. It'll be emailed out. And I should, I should say that if you get on callforentry.org, mm-hmm. This is how you're going to submit. So if you haven't been on callforentry.org before, you go to the website and you make yourself a username and password. It mm-hmm. does. It is free. Yeah. And you can, after you have that, uh, you can start uh, uploading work into what they call a portfolio. And uh, they're pretty good about it. You can You can upload photos and then they automatically size them because a lot of these... Uh, online competition they they make you have they make the entries uh like they have to be a specific size so they JPEGs. take care of the formatting more formatting for right. you right so call for org is really good about sizing it for you that's amazing i mean you have to get it pretty i think it has to be under five megs oh okay i mean that's pretty reasonable i <laughs> i just made a photograph that was <laughs> like 1.1 gig I've never done that before. I was, I was say, shocked. That's I was shocked. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it took the computer a while to to, to load it into Photoshop uh-huh. when I was getting it printed. And you're just like, huh, that's interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Well, it was, I guess it was kind of cool. Yeah. But um, anyways, you couldn't submit that. It has to be under five megs. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can mess around with the image size on, photo- on Photoshop if... if uh, if that's what you use. Yeah. Anyways, uh, they're pretty good about sizing it for you. And then you upload it into a portfolio. And then you, after you're done some uh, uploading stuff to your portfolio and uh, call for entry, which is called Cafe, I should say, mm-hmm. uh, you can go for the, to their call for entries page. And they have tons and tons and tons of competitions on there that you can submit to. But the one you want to search for specifically, uh, you just type in Allegheny as in Allegheny County. Yeah. Uh, cause it's Allegheny photography, uh, 
Allegheny National uh, Photographic Competition and Exhibition. Yeah. Uh, but just type in Allegheny, it'll pop up. And that's how you, how you uh, apply for the, to, apply to for the apply show. For the and show. then you can, it, it makes, it says, do you want to go into your portfolio and, 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 pull, some and stuff. pull stuff yeah. out of it? And of course you say yes and so you pick a, what you want. It's pretty simple to do. You just, it just oh, have to get over the initial It's user hump. friendly. Extremely yeah. user friendly. You won't have any hiccups. And it's good. It's good if you've never used it before, you know, dip your toe in, even if you choose not to do the alley game. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And it's, for, I think it's not just for photography. It's for oh, any definitely, type of art. Yeah, yeah. So if you are thinking about wanting to get a little bit more into the broader sure. scope of the art market then this is a good way to do it oh definitely yeah yeah, yeah i mean I've, I've used it plenty of times and you've had successes with it i'm very fortunate yeah. that i have yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's good <laughs> all right so um we, there is a really cool thing also happening in conjunction because it is photography april is photography month mm-hmm. they're doing um is it mid 20s through the 60s um, All right, so there's this particular photographer from the region. Uh, he was really big in the Baltimore area. His name is Aubrey Bodine. Okay. Uh, so he has he's uh, since passed away, but uh, he has these. Uh, I, I remember seeing a lot of them in our in our meetings. A lot of black and white, really uh, striking, iconic looking uh, black and white images of the Baltimore area, especially. Okay. Uh, but not only that, I think he had, he did venture into western maryland and and he has some stuff uh so anyways there it's with the family his estate is loaning us uh, a big chunk of his portfolio wow. uh, and that is going to be on display at uh graphicus atelier which is on the on the baltimore street uh walking mall mm-hmm. pedestrian mall uh down by marks uh which Mark's Cafe, uh, if anybody yeah. knows chayo uh I know well local people will know who Chai is, but that's her place down there. It's called Graphicus Atelier. It's at forty seven Baltimore Street. Okay. And uh like I said, it's right it's a couple doors down from Mark's Cafe. Yeah. On the same side of the street. Yeah, I mean that that's gonna be really cool. Yeah, I am I'm like I'm yeah. looking forward to checking it out. And uh, they won't be real big. They'll probably be like uh I haven't seen them, but they'll probably be close to like a sixteen by twenty okay. uh twelve by eighteen format most likely. Uh, probably very professionally black frames with white mats, yeah. uh, especially with the black and white photography. I imagine that's what it'll look like, but it'll be from what I saw. And he was, he's been published all over the place, especially it's in Baltimore. Pretty prolific. Uh, I think, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so he has some, check this show out. If you have the, have the opportunity during the same duration as, uh, as our show at the Seville Gallery. We haven't mentioned that. Oh, it yes. It's at the Seville Gallery. It's at the Seville Gallery. <laughs> How did we mention that? We forgot that. Yeah. It's at the Seville Gallery. Nine uh, North Center Street. That's Cumberland, right. Maryland. Seville Gallery and Schwab Gallery. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll probably end up, uh, well, not we, but the uh, juror will probably pick close to 75, between 70 and 80, 85, depending on, depending the, on size the sizes okay. of the work. So that, I mean... The role of the juror is, when you think about it, from just comparatively from last year, 600 entries mm-hmm. to 75 or 85, yeah, give or take. It's a big cut. It's a huge volume of work to get through and then curate. Oh, yeah. So, I mean... The, they, have a, they have a method. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Definitely. I, I know they want to have... They, they're, they're thinking... 
Okay, color landscapes, color portraits, black and white portraits, yeah. black and white landscapes, and yeah. then they they'll probably go through the best one in their eyes, the, the best ones sure. uh, that they like the most of those particular things, and then they'll start choosing. I don't know. I, I've never been a juror before, no, but I, yeah. I I I have heard them say stuff like uh, just just this past weekend I was at a show where the the guy was saying I've entered these shows for years and years and years and let me tell you during is during these shows is much much more difficult than i had ever anticipated i think a lot of people don't realize and maybe they do i shouldn't say most people but uh the the amount of work that goes in before the juror actually comes to the gallery you know what i mean so it's not just like that i think some people might think that the gallery picks the photos and the juror is there singing with everybody else and they pick but no there's like a lot of work that is involved in doing this before so i mean um and and if you see the winners and you stay to see the winners then you can go and maybe talk to the juror and say like what is it about this that just really grabbed your attention uh yeah and and this is how it works so on callforentry.org, so you've submitted all the submissions are in. Mm-hmm. They're in a big portfolio. And the juror goes into that callforentry.org and they have a, a little special password and sure, they get sure. to the special access area. Mm-hmm. And it's basically like a slideshow, but it doesn't show your name, doesn't show the title of the work. It's, anon- it's anonymous. Okay. So they're just scrolling through these images and... I'm not exactly sure how it works. I imagine they put a check mark on their favorites or whatever, and then they just start weeding out, uh, weeding out stuff, and uh, and they have to keep doing it and doing it and doing it until they until get they down the to number. the number. They do not pick the awards like that. That is not how that works. They just picking the show. So what happens is, then the juror, uh, the shows they pick the sh- they pick the show, mm-hmm. and all the artists submit you know, ship their work to the gallery and blah, blah, blah. And the show's up and it's ready to roll. The juror comes into town. They walk the, they walk the gallery and then that's how they choose the awards. Right. They see it in person. Right. It's very important that people understand that they see it in person before they pick the, the awards yeah. because that's a big deal because Especially I mean, Especially the three dimensional works. <clears throat> I mean, Taking a right. pic, taking a photo of a three dimensional work, and then actually they can three- submit multiple uh, angles. angles of okay. a three dimensional work. I should say, and or a video. Oh, interesting. Okay, but still, you yes. know, like yes. just coming in and seeing it um, is it would kind of be great. And then also the presentation of the framing and everything. Else oh, absolutely. Also, you could see it online. You know, a, a JPEG of of this particular work, and then they totally botched the printing or. The framing, the framing or yeah. you know or it's something that you thought, thought was like didn't eh. think anything much of at all and they have this ridiculous presentation yeah you know it's printed on aluminum and it's on it's right uh, it exactly. has like this super striking uh you know it's big or whatever and um it just catches your eye way more than on on like a computer monitor yeah yeah absolutely so, I mean, I'm just, I, the more we talk about it, the more excited I am to come and see it because Me it's too. just, it's such a varied, um, I love seeing it for the first, yeah. each year I look forward to seeing the show for the first time because it's, we start playing this thing. You guys a work very months, hard. You guys a couple months ve- after the, like yeah. the, the thing is in April and you're right and back on it. we probably start in June, July. I'll get, 
uh, Dave Romero is the chair of mm-hmm. the committee. And there's probably 12 of us or so now. Our committee keeps growing, which is great. That's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you got, we'll, he'll, he'll put it on a, a doodle poll. Hey, we're going uh, we're to start planning the next one. I mean, I think it's really cool that you take like a couple of months breathing room. Oh, and yeah. And you're yeah, right definitely. back on it. And it does take that that amount of time to make sure that um, that it continues to grow and it continues to change and adapt to allow artists to be heard. And I think that that's really, I mean, it's going to be really good. Um, never a dull moment at this, at this uh, photo show for sure. Yeah. It's, we're, we've been very lucky with the show. And uh, I mean, I remember I got a call from Dave asking if I would be on the committee uh, because we were thinking about doing it nationally. This is when it was a regional thing. Right. And I was Which like, was always ah. a very popular show. Right. When it was a regional show. Yeah. And then opening <clears throat> up nationally, it just really upped the, upped the game. For right. Sure. And it was, it was me, Dave, uh, at the time, Chris Sloan, mm-hmm. and Robert Hine. And that was it. Yeah. And we were in like Chris's office just trying to figure out what should we... We want to make this thing national. How are we going to do it? Mm-hmm. And now we're sitting here, you know, four years later, just about to do the fourth edition where we have you know, upwards of 600 entries or more potentially this year coming in. And do not let that number intimidate you. No. Uh, no. You will have no clue what gets in this show or what wins. Yeah. You just have to sort of, and we've talked about this before, put yourself out there because the worst case scenario is that you put yourself out there and it opened another door maybe to go to a different show or you at least oh, you, you did have it. no idea what might happen. Right. Or you put yourself in the show and you might win. You don't know. No, you I mean, don't. But you have to, you have to submit. So you have to submit, you have to put, it's a vulnerable situation for an artist, like I said at the beginning, but, um, you know, um, most artists and photographers, whatever, are pretty passionate about what they do. And they, like I said, they do put a lot of thought and effort into the images that they create. And, um, if they feel that passionate about it and want to get it up and out and I mean, the reason I make stuff is because I want people to see it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and in a perfect world, it'd be, <clears throat> it'd be in somebody's house or yeah. somebody to enjoy for a lifetime, whatever. Sure. Uh, that's like my biggest goal is, is for that to happen. And, uh, every once in a while it does happen and it's a great feeling, but if you don't submit, you're never going to know. Um, and yes, it, it, it can hurt sometimes if you don't get, get, uh, selected for a particular show, but don't let that get in the way or, uh, of, of, of you submitting to others because you just, you just never know. And I've said that, I know I've said that a million times on this podcast in the years past, but yeah. it's the truth. It is the truth. And I think sometimes, uh, people need to hear it multiple times in order for it to just click and they go, you know, this is the year I'm going to submit, you know? Yeah. And, uh, that's why I think it's really important to keep mentioning it, you know, everybody knows it's vulnerable, but just, just keep doing it. Cause eventually you will find your audience. And that's, yeah. what's really, that's, what's really amazing for call for entry and things like that is that you can keep submitting and trying to figure out where you where you kind of fit in and then that helps you in the future which is kind of nice yeah um and we actually just did a uh a couple i think three four 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 workshops leading up to this up down at the arts council where um dave romero did one he did the first one Mm -hmm. uh where was a, a like an adult 
know, probably like 15 or over uh, workshop, high school and up age range. Uh, For um, his was for camera raw, which uh, raw is is a a type of file that you shoot. It's kind of like JPEG, but raw is a much bigger Mm -hmm. file with much more information. Uh, Anyways, he went through the uh, what it's like to shoot in raw and uh, digital file management, like you, especially these people that take tons of photos. Oh yeah, Uh, they have to manage their files and stuff like that. So we did a workshop on that. Dave did that, and he did how you set up your how you set up your uh, photos for the internet and how Mm -hmm. you set up your photos for print. Yeah, which is a big difference there. And then the next one was Darren Isom. He went through some uh, Photoshop layers. Uh, oh, yeah. How 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 to you know do stuff in Photoshop uh, with layers in Photoshop to uh, kind of take your photos to the next level through you know uh, uh, not what do you call it? <laughs> I can't remember. The, I can't remember non-destructive editing. I think is what he, is the big thing in in that. And then it was me. I did one about digital uh, manipulation Mm -hmm. where we did uh, some pretty destructive editing. Yeah, absolutely. Instead, (laughs) and uh, it was pretty fun. And it was the first time I ever did it, and it was great. It was it was a lot of fun, and uh, I'm hoping that people got uh, a little bit out of it. And then Doug Schwab did one about uh, iPhone photography. Oh, that's that's probably that's great. That's a really good. So we this is uh, you know we all we did this. So leading up to the photography show uh, in hopes that people would learn some stuff and, some and potentially take their photography. If they were looking for a way to take their photography to the next level, if that's what they were looking for, mm-hmm. we could have potentially given them a little nudge to and submit. some information that could help them. And that was our whole, the whole premise of the whole workshop. That's great. And that's also, um, the workshops are amazing because then you can go. Learn. They're well attended too. That's, there was that's uh, fifteen so good. to twenty people in each one. That's amazing, and then, and a lot of the same people in each one was cool. That's great. So yeah. they're they're really taking advantage yeah. of it, um, but it also gets people um, out and interested in photography, and then just feeds them right into this beautiful show that you're going to have in April. Yeah, and if they don't submit, if they're you know still reluctant to submit or whatever Maybe seeing they the could show, potentially yeah. go to the show because they're they now kind of feel a part of photography i know this isn't uh, photography month but we have, that was very strategic we, yeah. we didn't want yeah. it in photography month we wanted to do it before leading into it uh but they could go to the show and see what got in and say hey man i could do that yeah. <laughs> what is this how did in the world that get i could i could do that right and i've heard that a million times in a that's show. good though oh I yeah mean, it is confidence boost oh right? yeah yeah absolutely. oh it is huge boost yeah it's a huge boost say that won an award yeah. i could do that sure yeah sure. yeah well i mean i you're gonna come back as soon as everything's <laughs> fine-tuned and the the daily schedules are released. Are you doing a kids boot camp this year? We're not doing a photo boot camp this year because um, the Arts Council has been doing uh, what they call a Junior Photographers Club. Oh, nice! Which is basically like the a kids boot. boot camp all year long. Yeah, it's like a boot camp. Anyways, uh, yeah, so they've been doing that, and uh, they're continuing to do that. That's great. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's why it would be redundant for us to do sure, sure. the photo boot camp this particular year. Next year, maybe back. Okay. If, uh, we'll we'll see. But I, I should mention um, real quick before we we uh, cut this loose. 
is the juror's name is Karen Irvine. Oh, we yes. should have mentioned this earlier. I totally <laughs> forgot. And she's the deputy director and chief curator of the Museum of Contemporary Photography at Columbia College in Chicago. Yeah. So that's a nice title. That is a nice title. <laughs> she's curated home. a ton of like really big time sh- uh, photography shows. Yeah. So look her up. I mean, that would be oh, a yeah, really cool yeah. thing to see. I've looked her up. Um, uh, it didn't affect what I submitted, but uh, a lot of people just, do. A lot of people do that. They like to go and, and check out the, what the, previous works and the uh, what yeah what this particular person has curated in the past and what they kind of lean towards. And I have never had that work out for me. Uh, so yeah. I did it one time. I think one of the first shows I ever did, and I'm like, uh, what I what I thought was going to get in did not get in. And something totally different did get in. And I was like, oh, well, that was pointless. Right. So, I mean, it is just like a luck of the draw, really. Right. It is. Yeah. It is. Uh, anyways, she's going to be doing a, uh, a juror talk um, the day before the opening reception oh, okay. on the 6th, which is a Friday. Mm-hmm. I don't have a time for that yet because it's, uh, I guess we're about two months out, but uh, a month and a half. To that uh, particular event, I imagine it will probably be in the early evening. Okay. On a Friday, since it's work day, it'll probably be uh, probably like six o'clock. Okay. They did it last year with Shannon uh, Thomas Birch. Yeah, it was uh, really popular. I think. Yeah, it was great. It was great last year. So I imagine this one's just gonna <laughs> just keep doing really well, and it's gonna be at the it's gonna be at the uh, Seville Gallery. Oh, okay. On good. the second floor. Ah, nice. Okay. Well, as always, I love having you here. And you give, give a I'm great comment. Good. It's well, second home to me now. That's good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> uh, soon you'll have your own show. I appreciate the little cotton pillow you uh, put out here for oh, me. No and, problem. Uh, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Looks comfy. Yeah. So April 7th, important dates. That's when the show is. But the most important date is February the 20th. 20th. Submit that stuff. We'll have if all. If you have photography sitting in your computer, uh, whatever, that uh, you think, man, I think this thing has a shot. It's a really Do striking it. image. Just go for it. Yeah. It's fifteen or it's uh, thirty dollars for two images. We're peer pressuring you into submitting your artwork. Yes, uh, you can go as high as six images, six f- photographs, yeah, uh, total, and it doesn't matter which which category you put them in. So right. you could put six into the black and white category. So it's fifteen dollars for each. Addition. It's thirty dollars for the first two, mm-hmm. and then it's fifteen dollars additional for each additional image. Yeah, just up di- to six. Just dip your toe in; you might win. So. Um, February 20th, do it now. Don't wait. Well, you're not going to have time to wait. (laughs) Don't wait. By the time this comes out, you'll have two days. Two days. Get it in. Mm -hmm. Get it in. All right, Mike, thank you so much for coming. Thank you, Liddy, very much. And uh, we'll we'll talk soon. We will. For more information on what you've heard on today's show, like I said before, head to our website, and that's recordtalklisten.com. Explore while you're there. We have some ways to support the podcast if you're interested. A fantastic way to do that is being a sponsor. It benefits both of us, gets people uh, to know your business a little bit better, and then helps support your local podcast. Uh, Like I said, Eli is going to be here. We're going to be recording on Monday. I know this is a short kind of turnaround. That seems to be the theme of this podcast. Um, So if you have questions, let please send them to us because we want to be able to... uh, to uh, have a dynamic and something new and interesting that we've never done before. So uh, send those our questions to Facebook, uh, Twitter, or an email. So and you can find all that information, like I said, on our website, recordtalklisten.com. This has been another episode of Record Talk Listen. 
where I hit record, people talk, and hopefully you listen. Until next time, thank you so much.